Our reading for today comes from Genesis chapter 12. We'll read the first, um, first seven verses. Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as the Lord told him and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that they had gathered and the people that they had acquired in Haran, and they set out to go to the land of Canaan. When they came to the land of, uh, of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem, to the oak of Morah. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, to your offspring, I will give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. Good morning, church. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, so it's, this is a celebratory kind of day. This is a day where we want to, you know, kick off the school year right, but also I think just, just celebrate being a family together. Um, so we read today from uh, Genesis the story of Abram. By the way, you might have noticed it was not a typo. Abram. He doesn't become Abraham until later on in the story. God gives him a new name. And, uh, you know, he, he carries a lot of clout when you think about the characters in the Bible. And, and yet, the first 75 years of his story nothing nothing I want you to put yourself in Abram's sandals for for a minute so he's 75 years old he's got no kids he's got no you know direction in life he lives with his parents and if things keep going the way they've been going then what can we project? Well, he'll continue to live out his life relatively comfortable. It'll be quiet. And then his story and his legacy come to an end. He wouldn't even be like one of the flyover names in a genealogy, right? Because nobody descends from him. He'd be one of those branches on the family tree that just gets pruned, you know? But... Um, is life everything he could have wished for? Probably not, but you know, it, it could be worse. God looks at Abraham. Well, he looks at Abram. I'm gonna try and keep that straight today. He looks at Abram and God has something else in mind for Abram. Right? We know how the story's gonna go. He chose Abram to be a name that would be held up for thousands of years into the future. Abram would be a father of nations and he would be a blessing 
to literally the whole world. Now that, that's impossible. Abram, sitting at home watching Netflix or whatever he was doing, shepherding sheep, he couldn't imagine that that was going to happen. He wasn't dreaming that that's his story. It's impossible. But God had a plan. And God gave Abram a peek at the plan. He didn't give him the whole thing, just enough to go on. This is what God says. Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. That is an impossible dream. Abram is retirement age. This is the season in life where you settle down. His princess, Sarai, she's well past childbearing age. That, that ship sailed. There's no great nation there. Maybe God means something metaphorical. Spoilers, he, he really means it. Right, but... It's an impossible plan. And God didn't even show Abram how he would get there. He didn't even tell Abram really where there would be. Before I moved to Liberty Hill, we, we met with a real estate agent and they helped us look at houses and we picked one out. Abram's got none of that. God says move. But what if he didn't? What if, what if Abram never moved? What if he stayed in the old familiar place? What if he said to God, God, that sounds nice, but we both know it's impossible. Do you think Abram would have become a great nation? Do you think the whole world would be blessed by him? We have a God who is in the world-changing business. That's what he's busy doing. We have a God who is a miracle worker. He can do anything he wants, any way he wants, but you know what he chooses to do? He chooses to change the world and do miracles through faith-filled people. And it's that faith that makes Abram Remarkable. Like I said, at the beginning of the story, there is not much to recommend Abram to God. He's 75 and childless, and that's what we know about him. But when God calls, he says yes. When God says it's time to move, Abram packs his bags. What about you? Last week, we talked about the importance of not just talking 
to God, but listening to God. We talked about being in prayer in such a way that we expect to hear from God. Now, if we're ready to hear, are we also ready to follow? It's an important question any day, but it's especially important right now because God is calling us to take a very significant step of faith. He has in mind a big, beautiful, and seemingly impossible future for us. We believe, and I know this because y'all told me this before you called me, we believe that we've been called to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to our community and to the world. We believe that God is calling us to reach our community, to, to share the joy of our salvation with our new neighbors. We believe that we are called to make a difference in the lives of the families all around us. God wants the gospel that we share to have a rippling effect into the homes and schools and businesses that are springing up around us faster than you can count them. God wants us to leave an enduring legacy of blessing to the world and to Liberty Hill in particular. Today, he's calling us to follow him into a future and into a new home where his plans will take shape and where his vision for our church becomes real. I mentioned it earlier, but I want to call you back to this. Did you notice that when God called Abram, he didn't give him a step-by-step -step breakdown of how God would meet every one of his needs. He didn't give him a step-by-step -step breakdown of where he was going or how to get there. He didn't give him that much information. He gave, the, he gave Abram enough information to take the next step. Is it because God didn't know what the plan was? Was God just making it up as he went along? I ask you, Mission Liberty Hill. God knew. No, God knew, okay? So why didn't he tell Abram, right? Because you, you'd think that if Abram just knew what the plan would be, probably it'd be a lot less stressful, right? Probably... Probably it'd be an easier yes. It'd be nice to know how it all looked in the end and how long it would take to get there and what route they would take. God didn't give him any of that stuff. And, and, and there's probably more than one reason why, but you know, the one that stuck out to me as I was studying this text today, I think that God didn't want Abram to have great faith in the plan. I think he wanted Abram to have great faith in God. You know, sometimes we have our own opinions on God's plan, and we might like to tell him how he could have done it better or how we ought to go. 
But the, the peace that God's calling us into is more robust than being in agreement or alignment that he's made the right calls. The peace that God's calling us into is believing that God knows what he's doing and trusting him. You know, our congregation has been on a journey kind of like Abram for a while now. There have been big ups and downs. There have been surprises. There have been blessings. There have been heartaches. But the one constant through it all is that God has been with us every step of the way. He's blessed us here. And look around. He really has blessed us here as a family of faith. And he's blessed us to make us a blessing to our community and to the world. And we've, we've done that in some ways. We're growing in that year after year. And the fact that you're here today is proof that the love of God is working in this place. I, whenever we do the passing of the peace, the, Jim, Jim and I have an over-under about how long it's going to go for, right? Because there's real love in this building. For this church to come into existence, there were some families that came together and they, they took a big step of faith when they signed a charter and said, yes, we're not just going to be a Bible study, we're going to be a congregation. There was a big step of faith whenever the first lease was signed on this building. There was a big step of faith when this congregation said, you know what, we're going to knock out that wall, we're going to put some real proper carpet down, we're going to put... We're going to move the kitchen out of the, out of the chancel, right? You know, money and effort and time was poured into that decision. And it was a step of faith because that's not, that's not cheap or easy. We've had big steps of faith along the way, and you know what? God's blessed every one of them. Maybe not exactly the way we thought, but in the way he knew was right. Here we are. We're ready to take our next big step of faith. The family here is growing. The community around us is growing. The need for Jesus in Liberty Hill is bigger than it's ever been. And God is calling us to take that next big step of faith together. time to move. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your great faithfulness. We sang about it today, and it's been sort of a refrain in my heart as we've been walking through service today. God, we thank you that you're with us every step of the way, and that not only are you here with us where we are, but you're also ahead of us where we're going. And you understand the path, and it might not be, it might not be the, the way that we think. You might be calling us to some scary decisions along the way. You might be calling us to step out in some ways that we don't know where the step after is going to land. But your grace is sufficient for us. 
We trust your heart. We trust your plan. God, we're excited. We are excited for what you have in store for us because whatever we think, I know you've got something a little better. So, Lord, grow our trust. Grow our faith. Help us to follow the example of Abram. And, Lord, make us into a blessing, a blessing for Liberty Hill and North Austin and Bertram and Burnett and all the way out to the ends of the earth, Lord. Your reach is so much bigger than ours. We thank you that you've included us in it. For all these things and for the countless other things that we should give you thanks, uh, we offer these to you in prayer in the name of Jesus Christ and by the power of your Holy Spirit. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen.